Hello everyone and welcome to the No Holds Barred Witchcraft podcast. So, you may or may not have heard last week's podcast, which was all about the TV series Supernatural. And in it, in the podcast, Chris made a statement. That statement was, all angels are dicks. So today's podcast is all about angels, really working with angels. Not all of this love and light new age stuff about angel reading. Angel cards. They've only got your best... You've only got your best of intentions, love and light crap. Chris, defend your statement. <laughs> Why are all angels dicks? <laughs> I just, well, largely I don't like working with them is partly why. But they are mainly because they are dicks. And the reason for that is they're soldiers. They are, you know, cogs of the universe and therefore <laughs> act like cogs or dicks. Um, you know, very limited intelligence is part of part of the argument, I guess. They just do as they're told. Well, I don't know. I mean, in my experience, dicks just tend to do what they want to do, uh, whereas soldiers do what they're told to do. Oh, but see, that's oversharing. But dicks do what I tell them to do. In my experience <laughs> of life, so. They don't have any control of their own. They're under my control. <laughs> okay. So what what are we defining as an angel? What is an angel? What is the what is the job of an angel and how many angels are there? Too many. Talk about angels. Talk about angels. Too many. Are they Come on, you you like angels far more than I do, and you don't like them either. Well, I only like one of them. I don't get on all that well with them but if i tell them to do something they have a tendency to do it other than a certain one that you had a problem with uh <laughs> with i think yesterday wasn't it oh this week i've got somewhat of an infestation but an angel infestation yeah at least that's what i consider it to be and ha- who do you call when you've got an angel infestation <laughs> well, to be fair, I haven't done anything with it. I've just left it where it is because it's not my problem. What the angel? Yeah. Is it is it banged banged and hogtied in a cupboard somewhere? Maybe. I can just imagine some poor angel. What angel is it that you've got banged <laughs> hogtied in in your in the room next door? <laughs> There's an aspect of Michael in there. So you've got Michael, the witch's angel, <laughs> the most popular one. Yeah, bound and hogtied in the next room. And what did he ever do to you? Or it? Hanging around far too much is is the problem. But I don't understand. Isn't Michael a super powerful archangel that could, you know, destroy Lucifer, that minor Venusian deity? <laughs> um, <laughs> how can you, a simple witch, have the power to bind and hogtie St. Michael. <laughs> like I said, it's an aspect of him. I didn't say it was the whole thing. The whole thing is not in the room. Well, well what have you done with the whole thing? <laughs> have you chopped him up like some kind of, I don't know, Freddy Krueger serial killer? Is there bits of him all over the place? <laughs> well, it's a stream of it's a stream of power, isn't it? It's a stream of energy. Don't don't make it out like I'm a crazy person. 
Well, can you explain the anatomy of an angel then? How do angels work? And is there, there seems to be much like with demons and that, a hierarchy of people assigning different angels and different jobs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a complicated machine, but it's going to be, isn't it? Because it's very too much... Um, it's been categorised too many times, I think, by how how it's formulated. In But for me, it all fits within one stream. Um, they're all part of this, the solar story, etc. But uh, so therefore, it's a very organised <laughs> um, perception of perfection. Do you like that one? Okay, that's interesting. So, would you think of like angels as a as a race of spirit, a, a classification of spirit, yeah. like you might say, jinn or fae or something like that? Yeah. They obviously have their own so subcategories. Their... So what's their jobs then? Well, their jobs are to keep everything and ticking. And in charge? Well, it's the, the big guy, in it? Santa Claus. Mechanisms of the universe is normally how I describe yeah. them. They're the mechanisms of the universe. Hall monitors on steroids. Hall monitor. I like that one. Hall monitors on steroids. Yeah. Do this, don't do that. Now, if you were to work with an angel, and I wouldn't ever suggest that you do, because I know that you wouldn't, you wouldn't like that. But if you were to work with an angel, or if you have a student, for example, who says that they definitely want to work with angels, how, what format do you see that taken? Because I think, certainly since I've known you, you don't seem to work a lot with angels, but the only time you ever get involved with angels is because of students working yeah. with them. And the students seem to fall into this trap of, I'll just do whatever the angel tells me because the angel knows best. Yes. So do you agree with that way of I working I don't like with that angels? process at all, Ian, you know that. Um, so the reason... I, well, the listeners So the reason, the reason I know that, uh, the reason I don't like that um, is down to the fact that that's not the purpose they fulfil. So whereas, although they have, when I, like I said earlier, when I when I say limited intent intelligence, I mean that certain levels of them have certain levels of sentience, um, and depending on which level of the hierarchy you are dealing with, will depend on how you approach them. Um, you know, there are bog standard angels that just, like you say, hall monitors on steroids. And then you've got the ones that kind of, you know, are the deputy head teachers of that said school. You know, they're still just as useless, but they're pay pencil pushers. Um, they got a title. But they got a title, yeah. So And underlings. And underlings, yeah. They've got people, they've got other other entities to push around somewhat. Like demons. Yeah. Well, there are mirrors in the world. Anyway, but yeah, so I, when I've had clients and mentees that want to work with them, I don't, I don't discourage, but I, I do explain a few things. And the sorts of things I will tend to explain is, one, there's none of this praying rubbish. Like that you don't ask an angel to do something, you tell an angel to do something. Like I said, they are cogs of the universe and soldiers is probably the best way to describe them. 
uh, which is they're all always prepared for a battle that never happens. That that kind of <laughs> that kind of soldier, like you know the modern day soldier. I don't mean you know the warrior class of the Vikings or something. You know, I'm not talking about um, warriors that have actually seen battle recently. You know, these are ones that are sat round, you know, keeping those muscles looking tidy. Um, but they never actually use them. Not sure if they could, if they were had to. Like, you know, like they look like the soldier, but are they actually capable of lifting anything anymore? Well, I mean, some would say <laughs> that they underpin creation. So therefore, if they if they all went on strike, <laughs> like you talked about head teachers and principals and that, if they all went on strike like the teachers union tells them to do, would the universe start to to mess up and start to, you know, unwrap? Would you just get agency staff? You'd just get agency point? staff in, wouldn't you? Some some of the spirit. So who are the agency staff? <laughs> well, you'd pull in spirits from other. The demons. <laughs> <laughs> For that level of reality, I think that gets too complicated to discuss, Liam. You know that. Okay, let, let's go back. Let's go back then. Let's start from the very beginning because that's a very good place to start. So in the beginning, God so say created the heaven and the earth. Which God are we talking about? Or are we talking about God's plural as in the book of Genesis in the Bible says, let us. Yes. No. I... So are you saying that angels are the mechanisms of this universe <laughs> and this creation? Or would you say their office expands further than that? I find them quite limited to this reality. Does that make more sense than if I say this universe? Yeah, I think so. So it's a case of they fulfil... There is... You, you know exactly what I mean, but it's trying to explain it to everybody else. So the... Um, you, me and you would talk about enemies, enemies there energy streams and we would talk about the faces of that energy stream yeah for me with the way that christianity has evolved over the last couple of thousand years they have imprinted a certain creature race of creatures known as angels upon that reality of those energy streams and for me, that's what they f they complete. Those energy streams would continue to go without them, uh, because if you remove the angel, you're just removing that face, that that look upon that mechanism. It doesn't mean the energy stream would stop flowing, because there is too many others in that same energy stream. So no, if you took out the angel, you wouldn't necessarily un you know unpin um the universe you might unpin a certain level of reality for a large quantity of people on the planet um that would then have to readjust that wouldn't necessarily have access to a certain energy field that they're used to having access to therefore would affect their reality okay. does that explain it better 
I don't think that explains it better. I think you said more words, but I think the people that didn't understand your first point probably aren't going to understand okay. that one. So let's move on, and then maybe we can pick up on that again after laying some foundations. So, how does one command an angel then? Do angels like soldiers just listen to the person with the most penises <laughs> on their shoulder? Because that's how we know the military grades, those little penis chevrons. <laughs> the more you have, the more you can command. Do they just listen to the biggest dick swinger in the room? Oh, I suppose so, to a certain extent. That's or why I don't just like listen them. to anyone that stands up to them. I, at the end of the day, there is always that test, isn't there, when you're dealing with any new spirit as to whether or not they... Trust is the best word I can come up with, but that's not exactly necessarily what it is, is it? Um, there is a, an understanding that is reached between you and any energy, um, any sentient energy. And again, I think that's how it works, again, with, with angels. Angels will openly give information because they like to talk. Um, whether or not that information, <laughs> whether or not that information is useful is a different matter and what you do with that information is entirely up to you um i think that's why i find angel cards and things like that and people who work with angels a lot very airy fairy very loosely how do you, how do you, what the word I'm after? Easily led. There are new agey type people that are very often easily led in a way looking for a master. The problem yeah. is when you give something else who is looking. So an angel, for example, is always looking for a master. If you tell that or ask <laughs> about what you should be doing, is basically like well, asking the yeah. whole monitor. Well, well what you am could. I to your be options doing? are these, these, and these. Take one. I don't know. Yeah, like that's kind of how I get it. And I've never enjoyed them. Like, and you know how much I, I despise tarot cards, but I still prefer them to an angel card. At least if you ask a tarot deck something, um, it's going to give you an answer. Whereas I find you'll get a series of proverbs <laughs> from a kind of angel, an, an angel oracle card of some description. It's kind of like, you know... Um, what you know um is there a new man in my life um and then you'll get an answer that goes something along the lines of there are always new masculine energies around like like you know we'll answer the question then like what what are you actually so the way in which people interact with them i think says a lot about their energy is like you say they're waiting for somebody to say tell me this do that move there but i find that that's more than likely lower forms of angels so when you see ceremonial magic and, and um which witches that evoke and work with angels as opposed to these kind of angel readers and that in the new age they tend to just go straight to what they perceive as the top so archangels most of the time it's like, I'm going to evoke the Archangel Michael to guard my Wiccan circle. Or I'm going to do this for that, or, you know, that kind of thing. So, 
from what the perspective that I see them trying to do is they're trying to take a pure power that they think that they understand yes. and ask it or tell it because there's a real difference there with ceremonial magicians would normally tell it what to yep. do whereas I've seen a lot in um, a lot of these modern neo-wiccan circles it's they call it in and ask it can you can can you guard this circle or come here and guard this that kind of thing yeah so yeah it does seem to be a little bit more petition led um but in terms of like the uses for that i mean we could talk about where the individual practitioners are coming yeah. from because of course the psychology of that factors in if you're someone like um, the majority of wiccans let's be fair were raised in a christian country yes if they weren't raised christian they're raised in the west and therefore quite you know have western ideas but there's a distinct of, kind well, of christian feel to the way those countries are yeah. run and moralized so it's kind of like well there's some energy out there that you would consider to be god and then what actually does the work is the angels so you're like god the ceo and then the archangels are the heads of the departments and then under them you've got various other angels and then you've got all the baddies which are basically the demons that's how a lot of people i think see see it yeah it's not necessarily how we would you know see it and certainly when it comes to witches working within certain pantheons yeah. and stuff like that you'll find the angels don't react particularly no. well to things that are well really in um contrast to their assigned job roles yeah so if you're trying to tinker with something they don't much like most it. people see it as kind of two two pyramids kind of inverted one on top of the other whereas actually it's more likely a dodecahedron like that's kind of how i see it if that makes sense yeah you've got circles within circles that kind of overlap and build in order to function more like the metatron star or whatever they call it so for someone that doesn't really would you if you had someone a client that says look i'm i don't really respond all that well and, and don't resonate much with all this witchcraft like i don't really resonate with any of the religions but for some reason i'm drawn to angelic yeah the angelic realms angelic magic that kind of thing what advice would you give them? Because it's not like you're probably going to turn around and say, well, no, don't touch that. No, if that's... if but that's at the same time, you know... If that's where they're, they're drawn, then I'm not going to stop. I would probably start it with a disclaimer that says something along the lines of, I don't like working this system. Um, I'll only be able to take you so far. And then kind of, uh, I would either have to educate myself you know, do a couple of new downloads or um, or invite somebody else that understands that system better to kind of co-opt with me in order to help that person push them further. But the advice would probably be the same as anything else. If you were to work the Goetic system or whatever, is that you start um, with one that's drawn to you and branch outwards. So start mm. start with one individual spirit not trying to work the whole system straight away um find a, a particular spirit from that group that is there drawing you in and start working from there 
um, obviously giving them certain advice about which is angels I guess for me work so so well with that kind of very structured um, uh, ceremonial work like it is I find the angels respond well to that arrangement because it's one they understand it's very yeah. Christian <laughs> shall we say for lack of a better word yeah. it has that kind it's essentially Abrahamic yeah it's it? Abrahamic it's Abrahamic and therefore that structure is something you would have to apply so my traditional way of teaching which is very more uh, free-flowing organic would not work well with that and therefore I'd have to give that advice to that person is that you know you are going to have to work in a very structured way um, until you understand what's going on and even probably after then does that sound fair yeah i think that when i see people that work with angels and an angelic systems of magic such as the john d and edward kelly's enochian system it relies heavily on the angel's in charge and knows more than what I know. Therefore, I'm going to listen to the angel. And I think that most people that get on really well with angelic work tend to think of it as, well, I'm the king and you're my subject. You do a specific job. I will phone the person up that is responsible for that job because I want something altered. Exactly. So they normally would take the position of the CEO contact in the relevant department to get done what they want to get done project wise i think the problems often come from working with things like angels as the point of or from the perspective of well this is some awesomely powerful thing that knows far more than what i know and the trap you'd fall into is oh well i'll just do what it says to do and it has a very 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 biased opinion i tend to find angels do and the problem with again the kind of where they come from the abrahamic kind of religions is that well if the angels working for the big man upstairs or woman upstairs or entity upstairs then surely the angels going to tell me what is right and what is wrong yeah and what i should or shouldn't be doing and that can be a dangerous yeah i i think that's partly why i don't get on with it is that it works the system works outside of others and i don't like that whereas the other ones uh, other systems like you know if you were to go and follow i don't know and an, a norse tradition or whatever then it would overlap and can be overlaid onto the others whereas when i find that people try to do that with an Enochian pathway um i don't feel they line up as well as they're trying to do so i feel the concepts that are the, at the core of individual angels do not match up um like you know when for example the bit that never sits well with me is when you assign uh, elements to the the archangels i understand yeah i understand from a cardinal points way of doing that and going that one in the north that one in the south the problem i have is in those moments there they become a set of correspondences 
that obviously it's in that corner, therefore it must mean X, Y, Z, you know, um, it's in one particular corner of that, that corner means water, that corner means this, that corner means that, and therefore they're almost assigning all that to that one entity that doesn't necessarily fit. Yeah. So I, you know, I wouldn't myself, as you know, I, it's, it gets easier when you have someone like Michael being assigned to a fire situation. You can kind of see a loose connection, flaming sword, all that kind of crap. But he doesn't, he doesn't hold that energy form for me. So when I think of Michael, I don't think of all the things I think of with elementals themselves and what they yeah. represent. Whereas I will think when I think of Michael, I think of, you know, brute power, force. I don't necessarily think of the more poetic shapes of fire and flame and smoke and those kind of much more organic processes don't exist in Michael for me. So I, I think that's where I have the disjoint of you were trying to add something quite, you know, floaty and poetic to something that is quite rigid. Yeah, well, a lot of the magical systems and that that people research in the West evolve from ceremonial magic. And that's a very rigid system that's designed for you to move past. Yeah. So it's designed, supposed to be designed basically for two reasons one is to keep the knowledge from the person that's reading the book yep. <laughs> so coded work and the second is to take the work out of putting together and designing the ritual it's designed by a practitioner for someone to copy okay. it's essentially copying the answers in the back of the textbook or the exercise book you don't really understand why you just understand well i need to put this answer here um, and when you think about the evolutions, particularly that happened in the 20th century, where you then got various different systems that people try to interchange. Yeah. So they'll try to keep the idea of the Wiccan idea of circle casting. And it's like, well, if I want to work with another system, I just cast a circle and just transpose. Them yeah, to yeah exactly. As a kind of like, well, that doesn't quite work out. And when they try to mash all of these various systems together to expand their current system. Yes. Now, when you're talking about the organic way that you sort of spoke about earlier is forming a relationship with a specific angel that is relevant to what you're doing. And then the working relationship one from then ends up teaching you quite a lot about the energies of angels in general if you're sensitive enough to that and then also you're just factoring in other personalities if you discover a new race for the first time say you've never met a, a human before and you're some weirdo alien you'll learn a certain amount from speaking and communicating with and seeing one human yeah but, and then watching and how they interact with the humans. others yeah so that's basically what I'd say in terms of angels is is the system in itself. I'd say that it's a system that you can utilize, I think, partly because you have to. Once you evolve magically to a certain extent, you're going to end up bumping into angelic energies and angels. Yeah. I mean, I know from our perspective, because this pro our, our profession involves us 
working with other people's systems of magic but in general i mean even other practitioners that don't work with angels they'll end up bumping into them and that sort of thing if they're causing a big enough ripple effect on the universe and causing all sorts of things because you've got the little hall monitors that are they're going about doing their business um it's just the point that normally it can be a bit worrying when someone starts off with just that energy because it's so hierarchical and an underlining kind of morality and um way of doing things that you don't really get with other systems of magic and deities and spirits and stuff like you said rigid yeah i just like i said i would never kind of force somebody off the system um but it's obviously it's a it's advising someone of the traps of it isn't it which is that you know it is rigid it's hierarchical if you don't operate very well with that within those systems then that's not going to suit you but you know yes i would hope that by exploring that system they would eventually come across you know the flip side of that which is if you work with angels doesn't mean you're going to stop noting other entities around it's just that i don't know people to a certain extent i think after they've worked with angels for a long time become a little tone deaf to other frequencies yeah um and i think that kind of is the limitation that worries me most is that kind of they get used to use it working in one frequency and one frequency only um and i think that limits limits the possibilities i know that's fine for most people because they don't need to push a boundary as far as they like um i just if you're one of those people that wants to keep tinkering i don't think that um an angelic system is going to allow you that if you're wanting a nice safe system i think we're actually just about to run out of time for the regular podcast so we'll have to say goodbye to our normal people and then now we're on the patreon what i really want you to talk about is what the fuck is this earth angel shit (laughs) are the earth angels angels (laughs) is this another thing or is this just some new age idiot that's saying well i kind of like angels and i feel like although i'm useless and have no job or anything i feel kind of special and i think i might be an angel Yeah, Doreen Virtue. What's Earth Angels, Chris? Doreen Virtue. Doreen Virtue's Earth Earth Angels. What are Earth Angels? Are they actually a thing? (laughs) Yes and no. You know I've got to say that. Yes and no. Um, What a lot of people struggle with is the fact that... (sighs) We're at that point where there are too many people on this planet. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to kill a couple of them all? I I need to do, you know... Is that why you caused coronavirus? Maybe. Um, no, there's uh, there isn't there is an aspect of that that's going to have a certain level of truth. We have far too many people on this planet. Well, that you caused coronavirus. <laughs> no, we're talking about Which we're talking part? about Earth angels. You or wanted Earth to talk. What, what what are what are Earth angels? So the con. I get confused. The concept that. is that um, they are incarnated angels. Oh my god. So actually some of these humans on this planet are in fact angels that have been putting a human body. Um 
which has two problems for me. One, yes, it's possible, but, and it does happen, but they fail to understand what's actually occurring, which is, that's a fraction. What's occurring? That's a fraction of what an angel is. You couldn't fit, however much of a dick they are, you couldn't fit them in one human. <laughs> one human would not be enough space to put the full energy of one angel in. So the concept... So they big, big dicks too big to fit inside a yeah. human. So, so obviously this is the bit that struggles with that I str- um I struggle with with the the concept is there is no way that anybody who designed a system like this an idea like this could really think that an angel or because it covers all sorts of things so it covers elementals mermaids all that kind of shit um and says put the you know. You can be a born again one of these. Interestingly, she's a born again Christian now. But you know, there's a there is that aspect of how do you think an entity that is a universal entity with no body that can expand and fill a vast amount of space is then going to be happy with being shoved into the little box that is a human being? Um and what purpose does that really serve? The other problem I have... So what... <laughs> Go on. I was going to say, so basically what you're saying is that rather than these earth angels being angels that possess humans, you're saying that this storing virtue person, various other new ages, believe that some angels have decided to incarnate yes. as humans... But the, the, what they don't understand, the people that write the books or what they're leaving out of the books, is that actually an angel cannot be condensed into a physical human. Therefore, some, although there may be some people that are aspects of angels or some angel has decided to try and attempt to condense itself as much as possible into a human. Yep that it's not really you're not an angel no so me angel reader super whizzy well whatever isn't actually an angel although she likes to think of herself as an earth angel because she leads a rather sad and miserable life and needs to feel some way special potentially and the large part of that is is the reason they have such a good connection with it is not because they are it but they are a, a fraction of it. And therefore, you know, like with atoms and the whole, um, you know, synchronicity aspect of, of them is that you change something on a molecular level, it's going to change the, the corresponding one. You know, that whole multiverse stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Is a case of it works the same way in theory, which is that... Um, whatever the knowledge of the the main molecule is shared amongst all its bits of DNA. Um, I know I mix terms there, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Is that it has access to a certain extent of what's going on with the rest. It has access to a fraction of its power. Um, but actually, yeah, the other part of the reason I have issues with it is there are far too many of them about 
they all think they must be incarnated from some other en en uh, energy force. They then start to mess around with the idea um, that obviously they're coming from specific star clusters and galaxies elsewhere. Um, at the moment, I've got one that is keeps asking uh, a, a mentee that keeps asking questions about, oh well, I, you know, I work with these Nordic ones, so you know, are the Nordics? I'm a no Nordic Earth angel. Are the Nordics a set of you've, alien you, did energies? You just say you've got a, a, a Nordic alien Earth angel as a client at the moment. Is that what you're That's saying? That's not what I said. What I'm saying is. Is that what the client is what saying? What the client is saying is. Uh, he's asking, tell me if I am or aren't. Okay. Um, and obviously, I don't work the North system at all. Um, I know a little bit about it. Well, that's a it. good deflection. Why is that a good deflection? Sorry, I, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with that, so I can't tell you yes or no whether you are or aren't. Because you know they're looking to be told yes, <laughs> you are special. You're an angel. You're a North angel from, um, I don't the know, Pleiades. some random star. The Pleiades. Cluster. Yeah, it's always the Pleiades or yeah. something like that, isn't it? Yeah, you're an Earth angel that used to be an alien from the future. So, yeah, so part of it for me is that that involves a certain misunderstanding of how energy streams work and what what you what <laughs> what they've tried to condense um, alien into. So just because it's from another system does not necessarily mean that it is therefore alien in that sense. In the kind of you know green greener monster um, spaceship flying saucer site. Um, yeah. What they fail to be doing at that point is looking at the universe as its entire structure and going, well, actually, we're all from the set that you know this is all from this universe. Um, so what galaxy system they come from doesn't really matter. Um, what still part of the system. yeah? What are you wanting to get out of understanding? what part of the galaxy it comes from. The fact of the matter is the Nordics have been on this planet for a very long time, a lot longer than the books say. So at that point, what what relevance as to where do you, because you don't have an understanding of what goes on in that star cluster somewhere else. So why on earth does that matter? Um, but it's this kind of sense of things like crazy conspiracy. You know what I mean? It gets to that point where you're kind of like, what relevance does any of that information actually hold? The question is, why are you working with that specific system and not another? But anyway, you're going making me go off the topic now. Angels. OK, so basically then, Earth angels and that. What's the, so they've decided to try and condense themselves into a human. Now, one of two things is going on here. Either they have managed to do it and they've done a rather crap job and can't remember anything or understand anything. Yep. In which case, you know, angels are dicks. So why wouldn't they do such a thing? I mean, I'd expect it. <laughs> so if you've got someone coming to you that requires your assistance with something, well, really, if they were an earth angel, you'd probably expect them to already know it and not require yes. assistance, I'd presume. Yeah. Yes. Um. So the second thing I think I forgot, but it was something along the lines of, why are they bothering to come here and do this? Yeah. 
what's the point? And if they have decided to do it, surely the most important thing to remember would be what the point of it was. <laughs> and that if they've got a point, why aren't they doing something about that point instead of writing books or talking about how special they are being Earth Angels? But that's the problem, isn't it? Because the, uh, the New Age perspective is about discovery and purpose, isn't it? So obviously they've got to le- spend their time learning why they're here and do whatever that special thing is. Whereas what they seem to again forget is, well, if they've come here, they've come here for a reason. It's more likely <laughs> than anything else is to experience third dimensional living. What does the limits of third dimensional living in the concept of dying at some point, the concept of uh, indulgence? Uh, humility <laughs> these are all concepts that they're not used well, to actually to having human. it's humanity understanding the human condition yeah which is why those those things would want to come here for a holiday but 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 what about this is the dawning of the age of aquarius aren't they come to to help us usher in a new age of you know i mean the new age movement basically to sum it up you either start a cult or join a cult but, but are they supposed to be ushering in a new age of intelligence and everyone singing round a circle kumbaya? Or am I missing the point? You're missing the point completely. But then, to be fair, so so uh, do they, because their assumption is their assumption is that a calendar works that way. So we're now on the first of January <laughs> for the age of Aquarius, and the fact is, well, no. That, you know, these cycles working about, you know, two and a half thousand years, but they're they're not a this end this age ended, this age started. There is a crossover period. Yes, like daytime and nighttime. It doesn't just click dawn no, immediately. The it light fades in nighttime. It just slowly gets it slowly gets darker and different people at different times will say, Oh, it's definitely getting darker now, and other people will say an hour later, oh, yeah, I think it's definitely getting darker now, because, yeah. you know, a lot of it depends on what you feel and how attuned you are, and whether you're blind or not. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things that it's not really a yeah. strict calendar click change, yeah. like we're on Monday and now we're on Tuesday. Yeah, so at the moment, we're still in that blend over time of, you know, the last hundred years or so and the next the next two, three hundred years of of flipping over between age of Pisces, the the age of the Abrahamic religions, switching over to the age of Aquarius. But yeah, no, the problem with that is one, the assumption that they somehow care, um, which is the big flaw of of the <laughs> of the programme. <laughs> of uh, the, these new ages is that somehow the universe cares um the universe is in flux as it always is so why would it matter to any of these beings whether or not we're harmonious or not um unless they're somehow dying well, it's, off it's simple isn't it people think that the earth is the center of the universe and all universes and the you know that christian idea of oh well we're super important and although some things have a have an interest in 
continuation other things have an interest in now let's get rid of these ones these little mites on that rock yeah. get rid of them infestation, infestation infestation there there are some things that tend to be interested and some things that are less interested you'll find that the things that are less interested tend to be a little bit bigger yeah. the things the lower vibrational things seem to care a little bit more um but then they're also closer to this reality so they're closer to a human existence technically yeah. i suppose or a physical existence so it matters a little bit more um but yeah it's, it's one of those things i think that there's certainly within the earth angel movement and the new age movement there's a self-importance kind of yeah. feel of i'm responsible for helping ushering this new age of enlightenment a golden age of knowledge and wisdom and all that crap the problem I have is that I don't have any problem with someone thinking that. I do have a problem with someone spending all of their time talking about the great work that they're here to do and they're not doing any, yes. any fucking work. Yes. They're not doing anything. It's like, okay, what are you doing about it? Well, I'm, I'm not really well. I've got me angel deck and I, I tell people, you know, I tell people what the angels want me to tell them. And that's generally that they need to lead a happy life. And yeah. yeah. Don't be depressed that Granny's died. She's in a better place. Yeah. Love yourself more. What I don't see is them ushering in a reformation of magical practice no. or anything like that. No, which would be far more useful. Yes, I agree. So, but yeah, so that's kind of the problem. And then also the idea that somehow this is my big my big issue with it um, is that how do they feel? That by condensing, if an angel was to go and condense itself into a human existence, which in turn limits its power of three-dimensional living, yeah. why would you choose to do that if you're forcing change? Because they're more capable of actual change in their full form than they are condensed into a human one. So... Well, there'd be a couple. There'd be a couple of answers to that. One answer is, of course, you're talking about angels, so they do what they're told. So if their boss says you're going to go and spend some time as a human <laughs> yeah. now, or we can squeeze you into ten human bodies because yeah. you're only a little angel, therefore you're going to spend some time as ten humans on the earth at the same time because yeah. they think of linear time. You see these humans, yes. so you're going to be there and cover ten different bodies all at the same time. Yeah. And the second thing is that. Some would say that the reason why they don't do anything is because they've decided to grang themselves here to coax and help others. Because you see, the New Age is all <laughs> about helping others on their little journey. So they would say, well, if I go and start doing Tibetan singing bowl classes, that will raise the vibration, <laughs> although I'm not having a direct effect. Because, of course, that would be against the rules if I had a direct effect. We're using my angelic powers and we're free will and all of that. <laughs> I've got to go there and open a class and give people the opportunity to choose to come. Yes. I have some sympathy for that because we do that all the time. We don't tend to interfere too much with other people, um, other people's paths and stuff like that. So I can understand the perspective that they would take as well. You've gone through a big dark age. There's not a huge amount of people with psychic ability enough to actually be able to get 
information from Earth Angel, uh, from angels in general and guidance because they don't have that ability because they died off pretty much. Yeah. So why don't I actually go down there? If you can't, if you can't leave, if the <laughs> if the angel workers aren't doing the job, sometimes you've got to do the job yourself. So I'll go down there, and then when I get down there, I'll forget why I've gone. Yeah. Like when you walk into a room and you forget where you've gone in the room, there's Earth Angels for you by the looks of it. Yeah. I went, up, it's like, I know I went I'm upstairs to do something, purpose, but I forgot. I can't for the life of me remember why I came down here. And then you die, and then they come back, and they're like, oh, crap. I know what I meant to do. I better go back. Why did I come here again? Yeah. Exactly. Is that Earth Angels? That's Earth Angels. So are you saying that Earth Angels are lower forms of angels that have been told to come here? Is that the general idea of what Earth Angels are? To a certain extent, yeah. So it does fall that... in the angelic paradigm somewhere. Yes. So okay. it would it would fall under the fact that actually, you know, there is a there is a limit to what they can do while he's here. Therefore you're not gonna try and jam Michael into an entire village you know like that's probably not going to be the way you get it done you're going to have to send some grunts in um that probably don't even which is probably the other reason why they're not very effective is because they don't know then it's not in their pay grade to know certain things and therefore they've got a limit to how much they can advise but what I, i still struggle with that is the fact that if that's the case um if that's the case why do they then go to these these angel readers to find out that they're incarnated angels well it's because they're not actually incarnated angels it's because they want to feel special and i mean in in the christian world when you say oh mummy's died she's become an angel now sitting on a cloud they kind of think oh well angels are the good guys and and powerful and lovely and angelic and such I must be an angel because I'm brilliant. I'm not an angel. I don't know if you've guessed. No, I'm definitely not one. I'm not a demon either, to be fair. But no, I'm certainly not an angel. But there we go. I mean, that is basically Earth Angels. The politics of angels is essentially what that is. Do they exist? Don't they exist? Would you say that they do exist? And would you like to give a ratio based on how many people you think that call themselves Earth Angels are actually any form of aspect of Angel, or whether they're just deluded, crazy people? <laughs> There's two questions there. Do they exist? And then the ratio, I want. They, defi- they definitely exist. I've come across a few. Um, and they do tend to hang around in the same kind of groups. They gravitate towards each other. But then... If you split something into so many aspects, the self-help, they would the lead. self-help section in water <laughs> No, not what I meant. Um, I meant some of these stranger cults. <laughs> oh, right. Um, because at the end of the day, if you arrived in a human body with as much of that information as possible, you would be a little bit crazy, let's face it. You're more likely going to find... Not necessarily. I mean, you'd be different than other people, but you should be grounded enough understanding more about the system than the average person to be able to incarnate with an awful lot of knowledge and, you know, understanding of how the universe works and how you can exploit it. 
than you would otherwise. I just wonder whether something's gone wrong in this system. Potentially. Did the, was there a formatting issue or something? I don't know. Did computer say no? <laughs> Did the Wi-Fi connection break and only half of it got downloaded? I don't know. I mean, if you're talking about angels really are supposed to be able to understand and be the mechanisms of the universe. But then we're talking the public sector. We know the public sector can't organise shit. So. Yeah. Everyone knows that. But then there is there is an as, there is an aspect of how different third dimensional living is. If you've gone from the point of being part of a system that can be anywhere at any time, to then being condensed into something that actually has to consume in order to move. Um, I don't know. I, I think if you helped design and maintain a system, you should have an idea of how it works. But did they? And we're talking, we're talking lower. We're talking well. aspects of lower levels. Yeah, but who's who's making the orders here? I suppose it's like, oh, I know what we'll do. We'll go and do that. Yeah, that'll work. Oh wait a minute, it didn't work. What's going on? We'll just do it again. We'll keep sending angels until there's a billion of them. Exactly. That's bound to work. Why are we doing this? Well, I don't know. I was just told that we need to influence a change here. <laughs> oh, who told you that, boss? Boss told me. Well, whose boss is boss? Oh, that'll be the Metatron. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's always the Metatron, isn't it? The voice. The voice. Uh, I don't know if we've answered... This is the voice of the Mr. Rons. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't... I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking about angels. Should we go back to normal angels instead of earth angels? We can do. We've got about... I mean... In my experience, the only decent angels that I've ever been able to work with have been archangels. And the only one I've ever got on well with is Gabriel, because he's a teacher and I'm a teacher. Yeah. So I help teach students witchcraft and magic and shit. And essentially, being that mercurial kind of force of teaching communication and that, I find them to be quite useful. I can't say I work with any of the others. And even so, it's got a certain sense of humour. But the whole idea of angels being super nicey-nicey and it's just it's not right. <laughs> I know Gabriel taught a certain black magician some very nasty shit. Exactly. So in terms of being, a, you know, a utility... <laughs> 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 then utilities can be used for bad as well as good. Definitely. And I think that's I think that's probably probably why I don't like I don't like working with them. Is I don't feel like they have enough personality. No, they don't seem to have a lot of personality, I'll give you that. But at the same time I've often thought about that about the um the Roman pantheon, which is the reason why I like it. Because they have enough personality to be useful, yes. but not enough personality to be untrustworthy. Yes. Whereas you know me. I like the Greeks. Yeah, whereas I love the Greeks, <laughs> because I love a good double cross. No. I think it keeps... If you want to get work done, you don't want to have to be thinking <laughs> about the double cross. If you want to have some fun, then that might but be... But I'm it. only here for fun, thing. you know that. Well, this is true. I'm here to work. I must be an earth angel. <laughs> I'm only here for fun. Oh, can you imagine it? Can you imagine it? So, you know, 
there is that limitation for me. I think I'd make a brilliant Earth Angel. I mean, I used to be blonde. Are they all blonde? Or is that just some kind of a racist thing? All blondes with blue eyes, I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's were. a racism thing. Is that some sort of na- Nazi that's thing? That's a Nazi thing. And I'd... Nazi or Christian? Or is it the mm, same thing? Are they that again? different? Um. Anyway... Oh, we're still recording. We are still recording. <laughs> but the sometimes I forget. <laughs> so you know, I, I don't. I don't know. It's one of those. I still find, and I stand by my statement that angels are dicks. Equally, that kind of makes no sense, really. Why I would choose such a phrase when I quite like dick, but that's that's neither here nor there. I'm sure there was a point I was trying to make there, but I don't know what it was. I think it was that you're a raging homosexual. Oh, possibly. And then that's why I should like angels, but I don't. No, but at the same time, do you like bad boys? Because angels really aren't bad boys, no, are they? No, they're too behaved. Yeah. Paul monitors on steroids. I think that's the best way to. They remind to me like the, the the Clark Kent. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Very Clark Kent. Yes. Too full of morals. I think that's what I dislike about them so much is that they don't have that lack of personality, that lack of. Um, organic is missing like he's, he's really really missing and therefore i don't know I, can't, I don't enjoy them you know other spirits i work with yeah, i well, enjoy well is there any more advice or anything like that that you can do to talk about angels because we've only got a couple of minutes left so anything you need to get off your chest that you think the listeners will want or like to hear that can benefit their personal practice, bearing in mind you've just told them to stop evoking Michael to protect their little circles. I haven't told them to do that. You've you've taken that away. No, what I'm saying is... Well, you have, because you've said he's not going to come because he's hogtied in the room <laughs> next door. No, only an aspect of him is... the. The full, okay. I haven't taken the full thing off the board. It's just part of him. Anyway, the um, because I didn't sum. Three guesses which I part. didn't summon him. Remember, so. No, that's true. It was another. It's person, not going. Are we saying practitioner? <laughs> I, think, I think that's an overstatement. <laughs> I don't know if we can go that. <laughs> we can't go that far, can we? Really? So, so yeah. So he's mm. he's there. And that amount of him that was able to be conjured is currently hogtied in the next room. But the... Will you release a hogtying kit for uh, oh, Archangel? Oh, that sounds like a really good idea. And put on the witchcraft kit. Do you think you could make a kit people can buy to tie up and ball gag an Archangel? Kidnap an Archangel kit. Maybe. That's what you could call but it. To be f- I mean, you like all of your, your textile stuff. You could make some um, some nice knot magic with that. Our Lady Poison would like that. Yeah, she you? might like that. Knot magic for Archangels. Knot magic for Archangels. I'll get you one of those BDSM S&M books. 
packs which show you all of the cool knots and stuff like what that. What makes you think I don't own one? Well, maybe. But there we go. On that bombshell, I think that it might be time to, to end this podcast. So hopefully you got something from this. What you might have got from this, I don't have a clue. But it was quite fun. And there we go. So thank you for listening, everyone, on the Patreon. We love you guys. We really do.